Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this episode, we have special guest, it's Elle from Check This Out. Hello! Welcome. Uh, what, what movie have you chosen for us today? I have inflicted upon you the cult horror sensation that is Critters 2, the main course. So, Elle, what, what sort of nostalgia do you have for this movie? Because if I'm honest, I hadn't even seen Critters 1, let alone Critters 2. So, <laughs> um, As far as I can tell, and my memory is not good, I will point that out first. But as far as I can tell, this is about the first VHS copy of a movie that I remember being allowed to choose for myself. Oh, wow. They really threw you in at the deep end there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, why on earth would you pick a sequel for a horror movie that is not age appropriate? <laughs> well, on your own head, be it. So I was wondering, so how old, how old were you when you watched this? And also, did you watch it before watching Critters 1? Oh, yeah. This was, I think... Maybe my even introduction to horror as a genre, but I would have been <laughs> six or seven. Oh, oh wow! Oh, wow, we're <laughs> in Mikey territory for disturbing yeah. childhood horror movies. Okay, yeah, that this is quite intense for six. Yeah, but I can tell that it has left scars. That's the important thing to know. <laughs> if you know where they you are, that you can help. It. Yeah. Are you now really scared of Easter? Uh, no, but I still have, to this day, a mild discomfort with uh, leaving space under the bed. Oh, okay. That's fair. That, a lot of horror films will get you that if you watch them early. Yeah. I'm so, just lazy and it's where I put stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, no. my current bed frame has absolutely no space for anything to crawl in underneath, but it does have rolling drawers for storage anyway. But they could get in the drawers? Only if they're open first. Yeah, you'll hear them. Yeah, yeah monsters around. can't open drawers. <laughs> so no, they'd eat their way through them for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd pull the drawer open and it would spring box out at you like a spring-loaded cat <laughs> yeah. from a fridge. It's also weird, th this one, because it's so much more open world, I guess, than the previous one. Because that was a lot more contained. I, I did see it after the fact, but yeah. So mm -hmm. I haven't watched Critters 1 or any of the other Critters films apart from Critters 2, the main course. But I did watch a bit of the behind the scenes um, <laughs> where they talked about how, yeah, it is. it was supposed to be a bigger, a wider scope, this film. It's sort of set on, across the whole town and there's lots more characters. Yeah, because um, in the first one, it is literally the main kid and his family home whilst bounty hunters are just going through the town causing ruckus. I think I might have seen the first one now you've explained it. Were you but, six? I, no, I was real young. I watched it at a sleepover, I think. This does have sleepover vibes. This is the kind of it film does. that's kind of naughty enough, scary enough that you wouldn't want, you know, your, your parents would probably not let you watch it. Your parents might not. <laughs> oh, no, this would, no, this would, would have my mum would have looked at the front cover of this and been gone, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, apparently they were aiming for a PG with this film. Were they? I... But how? <laughs> when? Oh, boy. I can think of several reasons why that wouldn't fly. Yeah, how do you get this film? What was in this film before that they were like, no, that's not, that's too much for a PG? What do they think the PG is? Yeah, considering what's left in is a lot of blood and some bare tits at yeah. one point. Like... Yeah, oh yeah, it's got a 15. But they were, apparently they were aiming, when they were writing and shooting it, they were aiming for, for a PG. He says it in um, 
and they the just director says in an interview they and... just couldn't help themselves yeah then they're like oh now let's put in some porn star tits because before that it was a pg like the blood and gore is fine is a pg as we've discussed before yeah but tits 15 well, yep oh, it's so weird this film is wild if you haven't seen the first one I don't feel so like strange. I got less out of it for not having seen the first one though. Like the, the they tell you the plot of the first one pretty early yeah. on. I did like the joke about how the kid he was like, "Oh, just stay away from the Brown family," which one just came across as really racist. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, he actually is Brett Bradley Brown, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that um, is only remember name. his name. Uh, because of my favourite line in this whole film, when the critters are attacking his grandma's house, and he's like, he's like, the critters are back, and she's like, no shit, Bradley. <laughs> There's the character. character. But yeah, so the the plot loosely, it's su- such as it is, it does tie into the the prequel, the I guess the original of the quadrilogy, whatever it is that's five five movies in the TV series, bizarrely. Septology. Where the, like the crites, which are the critters but no one ever calls them that. Uh, they escape from prison and land on Earth because they're just looking for food. And then it's just uh, through circumstances, you know, kid saves the day. Charlie, the sort of assistant farmer, ends up going to space because no one else bothers like bothers with him. But they leave behind eggs. And that's where, you know, you get your big sequel bait. Yeah. And then this follows on from that, where it's just like, oh, here are these eggs that we found. You know, oh, it's cold in here. Well, now we'll put them somewhere warm. That's not a, not a bad idea at all. Especially considering they're meant to be East. They think they're Easter eggs because it's Easter now. Yeah. They'd, they'd melt. <laughs> well, they thought they were decorative eggs, didn't they? Not not. Cho- I don't think anyone thought they were chocolate. They were from Europe. Yeah, some magical stranger made decorative Easter eggs and left them in a town. And specifically, the like haunted farm that no one talks about. Yeah. Uh, apparently, space monsters visited. Ooh. Some European went to this American city town, laid some eggs, left some, <laughs> made some decorative Easter eggs, left them there. And then went back to Europe, filled them with green goo. I mean, is I, that more or less plausible than the plot of Critters 1? More plausible. I mean, I don't know many Europeans. I assume they lay eggs. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've not seen Chicken Run. <laughs> not recently. Can, can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> Europe, <laughs> this, this, in my mind, is currently a sequel to Chicken Run. No, sequel to, <laughs> oh, horrifying. <laughs> Oh, to be fair, critters, but stop motion clay animation. That would be it. Pretty cute. <laughs> Very good, but made by the same people that made Wallace and Gromit. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that like, oh, uh, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Instead, we got nightmare fur creatures. Well, are they nightmare fur creatures, or are they kind of cute puppets and then tumbleweeds? <laughs> they are pretty sure. cute. In my head, like before when I was watching this, I was like, I can't remember off the top of my head what critters actually look like. And in my head, they were almost that, but they were purple. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, this is this is sort of a not a rip off, but it is like a creature feature, um, gremlins, gremlin style yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. riding yeah. on the the coattails. I I think uh, like a few people have pointed out like at the time that oh you're just cashing in on gremlins, and the directors were like uh, n- no no we're not shut up. I'm surprised the director of this movie didn't go yes we are. Now let us make <laughs> this film. This is how film. we got this film funded. Yeah. <laughs> like this film feels like it's going, yeah, this is a Gremlins ripoff. Fight us. I mean, I also ran the numbers on this. <laughs> uh, the original one ha- had a budget of $3 million and made $13 million. Oh, 
Okay. This one had okay. a budget of four million and made three million. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and yet didn't kill the franchise. Yeah, somehow they still got three more sequels and a TV series. It's pretty wild that it, it cost them a million pounds and they're still like, yeah, well, you know, if at first. Well, it's because in the third one, they managed to get the first acting role of Leonardo DiCaprio. He's in Critters he's in 3. That's his first acting role. I, I don't know what it is about like cheap horror movies and unearthed stars, but yeah. It's just like Johnny Depp's first ever movie appearance is in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, exactly. Scott Grimes has the most... He, I just recognise him. And I was looking at what he's been in, and it's not some stuff that I like have seen a lot of, but... Scott Grimes, is he the guy that plays Bradley? Yeah. He looks like the kid from Spy Kids. He does, but... <laughs> does. Sort of a slightly more polished one. Like, yeah. he's less, less, like, baby fat. So the plot of Crit is two, because we've sort of done everything but. Because there isn't one. Do any of us remember the plot of Crit is uh, two? I've got some, asking? I've they got find some the eggs, the eggs notes. hatch, oh shit, Critters. Yeah. Bounty hunters yeah. come back. One turns into a porn star, and then they find the Critters and blow them up, but then they have to blow, then uh, they can only blow up so many at a time. There's loads of them, and they lure them to a hamburger factory and blow them up. <laughs> oh, yeah. done. There, there was a couple couple of uh, moments that, that stood out to me that I wanted to, to mention. So there's a bit where um, Brad gets in a fight with some guy in a diner. Oh, yeah. And as the guy throws Brad out the door, you just hear the worst voiceover line of, somebody call the sheriff. <laughs> and it's like just so badly done. I, I think that was the like the nerdy guy at the counter. Yeah, I trying yeah. to remember that guy was just the most annoying character. He had a very punchable face. He did. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's the true enemy of this movie. He was irritated because he was never given. Was he ever given a name? Did they ever call him anything, or was I he think just he's there? just the the? I can't remember the the name of the actual restaurant, but he's just the manager of that restaurant. The hungry heifer. Yes, the hungry yeah. hungry heifer manager. That's what he's. That's what yeah. he's credited as. Was I feel he... like if you checked his basement instead, you'd find something very different to eggs. Mm. Was he just... Do you reckon he was just an extra and they were like, you're like a big enough personality, you can have more lines? Because <laughs> that's the vibe I got from him as a character. It was like, that's just how that guy acts. And they were like, yeah, you can, you're like a big enough personality. It kind of strikes me as like the guy who has had some minor roles, but never any breakout success and keeps trying to sneak onto movie lots. He's done a lot of voice work. Yeah, like a he, lot. Has, he um, has a distinct voice. Yeah, I, I could believe that. not broken out so much. He's he's done a lot of TV, actually, but a lot of kids' shows. like De- yeah. But big t- kids' shows like Dexter's Lab and Kim Possible. Wow. Fairly... Oh, he was in... Oh, no, he was uncredited, but he was in Fairly oh. Old Parents movie. So second film got Leonardo... Third film got Leonardo DiCaprio. This film got this guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But are you saying Critters 2 isn't the, the star-launching engine that they promised? Well, did they promise that to anyone? Because if oh, they probably. promised that to anyone, they lied. I don't recognise any other names in this. No, I, no, I have you no idea who anyone in you this won't. It's, movie is. No. This, is, this is why horror films, like, there are so many breakout stars from B-rated horror movies. Because they just made so many of them. Yeah. Like, it's good. just a scattergun approach. You're going to get one or two that, actors that go on to be famous. And never talk about these films. Because I don't think I've ever heard Leonardo DiCaprio be like, oh, yes, my famous first movie, Critters 3. <laughs> so, um, Roxanne Kernahan, the um, girl that is the, 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 the shape 
shifting yeah because yeah, right the bounty hunters are shapeshifters yeah one of them is the other one i think is just a... no they can no, both, they both, they can both pu- do yeah. it that's yeah. a big part no. of that's a big important part of the that that was the plot twist that made me go oh actually this movie's really just won me over i don't know why huh. <laughs> the, that's from the first one as well because the the one that is a blank head at the start just mm. can't pick a disguise because it's like nothing yeah. feels right Whereas right. the the other one who starts off human in this one is Johnny Steele, the rock star, apparently. Not not a real character, but just like, yeah, I'm watching TV to blend into Earth. Oh, this guy's popular. I will be him. He okay. has got a certain 80s vibe about him. Oh, yeah. yeah. This whole movie does. Oh, yeah, it was made in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Weirdly, but... I, think I, get, I think I know where it gets that vibe from, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so Rox, Roxanne Kernahan has some great credits to her name. Okay. Um, so after being Lee in Critters 2, she then is lead hooker from Not of This Earth. And then in Angel 3, the final chapter, she is the white hooker. Fair enough. People got to get jobs. Yeah. Actors got to get jobs. And hey, if you fit a typecast role, you might as well. Well, yeah. yeah. She exactly. then sort of stars as herself in quite a few things as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet. So the only reason she's in this film, and this is where it's like when you said, oh, it's a P- it was meant to be PG. Um, how? Mm-hmm. Uh, because the only reason, she, like the reason she's in this film is one of the shape-shifting, the alien that keeps shape-shifting, the bounty hunter that keeps shape-shifting, tries to turn into the human guy, because that, that, it's two aliens and a human who are bounty hunting. I assume the human is from the first film. Yeah. Uh, cause they seem to... And had a drinking problem from the yep. sound of things. <laughs> He, the alien starts to transform into him and he holds up a Playboy magazine and so she turns into the centerfold, which is that woman. And it, they did, there's like, for some reason, there's nudity there. It's really bizarre and really out of place. Well, it's not out of place. It's an 80s action horror movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's sudden nudity and then in the next scene, she somehow got an entire custom outfit as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was strange. I did see, when she was in like the leather thong, I was like, oh, okay, so I guess we're going to be seeing a lot of ass for the rest of the movie. But then, yeah, she's pretty covered up for the rest of it, you know, in, in rags. But, yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, okay. That, that really can't be comfortable to shift into that, no, let no. alone to wear it all. And no. he doesn't, he, the the, ro- the robot, uh, not robot, the alien doesn't stay like her forever. He, he cha- uh, the robot changes, not robot, the alien changes into the manager A load for of a different bit. people, yeah. Um, yeah. But keeps trying to change into... Charlie. Tried to change into Freddy and Charlie's like, no, don't do that. Turn back into this woman. It's weird. It, the whole That whole thing is so bizarre and I, I feel like it makes more sense if you've seen the first one, but it feels kind of out of place. Yeah, it feels really it, weird. It doesn't really make sense on just the first one, but with the context that the second one gives you, it's like you're trying to find an identity that, that is comfortable and that fits. Right. It's surprisingly deep for this kind of movie yeah 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 you're not wrong actually especially this kind of movie in the 80s it's just like hey you want to be a woman yeah cool you feel good like that awesome you're not going to question it yeah you, but you also be i, I did like the yeah that oh yeah you want to 
he wants to turn into Freddy Krueger, and he's like, no, no, and holds yeah. the porn up, his porn, porn centerfold up in front of him again. Such an 80s thing as well, that, like, old dusty porn magazines, like, just being found and Yeah, because it, it, uh, it dropped off the truck at one point mm. when they were driving through. Yeah, because when the, when they find the eggs, he's like, his guy, come, a kid comes in, like, a, I don't know, the guy looks like 30, but the older man's like, damn, I hate teenagers, like, that was not a teenager. <laughs> comes in and is like i'll take this and he takes i think he takes a, one or two of the eggs and then he takes a load of porn mags and he's like i'm off then yeah because the 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 old guy runs like some weird sort of junk yeah. shop yeah, which shop. uh leads into an important question helena which pinball machine was oh, that i couldn't identify it i um, i did try <laughs> i didn't even know i didn't even know it's a pinball machine because i'm not right you there. it was in multiple shops not you didn't notice the pinball machine. Was anyone playing it? Was there ever like a shot of someone only playing it and they were the only person in the shot? No, it was, no, it was in the background like, of... There were not recognize shots it. where it was like right in the middle. Like they actually not, hired yeah. it as a prop. Will not see actually, it. Actually, it was the 80s, so they probably just found it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was probably in that shop. Sorry, El, I, uh, I have a bit of a thing for pinballs. Oh, that's fair. Uh, everyone's got to have something. <laughs> um, I'm surprised that that shop is still standing, to be honest. It's like he'll quite happily just go out and leave the heater running on where there's like loose straw <laughs> and true. wood yeah, hazards all around. Yeah, even if he hadn't got ransacked by aliens, he should have had a fire. But Especially yeah, it, with all that the weird shit vibes, isn't it? But I've um I've been to like antiques and you know sort of antiques in inverted commas junk shops like that, and they they are still about. Yeah, they have. It was almost like seeing that was kind of nostalgic for me because it's like I used to have to go to places like that with my dad sometimes, you know, to buy pinball machines and they have like a weird like distinct sort of dusty furniture polishy kind of smell and I could like I could see the image I could kind of smell the uh, smell the room. Yeah, it's not quite the same as like the old bookshop smell that everyone loves. No, no, it's not like a good smell. It's just distinctive. Oh yeah. I like that smell. I like that smell of like uh it smells like wood. Dust dusty uh, wood cigarettes and yeah, sometimes yeah, like, like gas or kerosene or yeah, polish from the those fires as well. So a yeah. lot of these places won't have mains electricity or like in England these like not decent enough wiring that you'd have that you'd be better a off having like heater. a gas you'd have a little gas heater with yeah. a tank instead. Yeah, no, there's a place like that near me. Uh, kind of in the middle of a group of villages, and it—I love that smell. I remember that smell as a kid. Weird uh, places because now I think it smells like blood. <laughs> yeah, most likely yeah. because he does get uh, his foot eaten there. off. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's and the foot. dog gets eaten. And the dog does. Yeah, that was like a very '80s horror movie, though. Is they killed the dog? They don't do that as much anymore. Yeah, because then you get flagged on. Does the dog die? Yeah, this is a problem. I'm curious as to how his uh, eaten corpse managed to answer the door. Yeah, and how it looked much less eaten Mm. at that stage. (laughs) Especially considering when you see the critters eat things in other times, they're literally like skeletons with bits of meat hanging off of them. Although I guess he was only gotten by about five or six of them. Yeah, not the big rolling bowl of them. (laughs) Yeah, I guess they, they were kind of eating the tummies first. At least with the... Oh yeah, so the critters uh, hatch in the church yard where they were laid out as part of the easter egg hunt and they yep. kill the man dressed as the easter bunny the That's... sheriff they get, they go for the groin because he hasn't got his zipper up exactly so they eat him from the inside of the rabbit costume out and then he jumps through a church window <laughs> yes I, i'm He's... surprised that not not more people are happier to be out of church for any reason exactly <laughs> yeah, especially they cut if there's the sermon short <laughs> nah small american town they've got nothing else to do because he does say he does say doesn't he he does say that it you the first time you've been resurrected is when you're back here in church because it's easter because they needed a reason for everyone to have eggs 
only reason it's set at Easter. And there's the one guy in the church that's just like, oh, I haven't seen you since Christmas. Yeah, like, well, yeah, well that, that's, that would a, that's be the always other one. like a, a dig that you have at like church. You know, the people that only go for the holidays rather than the, you know, the regulars. Yeah, the people that only get seasonal guilt. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, weekly. Uh, yeah, was that before? I like I remember this film, bit of this film, but I cannot put it in order. Was that before <laughs> or after? Because the little girl, there's a little girl in it. Oh, so she's quite early on where, where her the, dad gets yeah. her an egg. Yeah, because that, that was that's before this. Is that before? Okay, because that yeah, was. I like, really was like, oh shit, are they going to kill a girl? Are they going to kill this little girl in front of us? That's yeah. before it even eats the guy who owns the junk shop, yeah. right? Yeah, because she's got a cold and bloody bar. The grandma that buys the eggs off yeah. the um, the junk store guy, she buys them to use at church for the Easter egg yeah. hunt. But she gives one to this girl along with the most disappointing snack, carob. <laughs> Chocolate bunny. <laughs> yes, because she says, oh, it's health, chocolate. She goes, it's nut, not. isn't she? Yeah. Uh, well, in yeah. one of the more annoying ways you can be, I think. Yeah, no fun. You're not allowed to have anything taste nice. Yeah. It's the, um, yeah, it's the fact when she's like, oh, it's chocolate. And she's like, it's better than chocolate. <laughs> it's fake chocolate. <laughs> oh. With the girl, see, the um, little girl, because it's, yeah, it's the whole, like, thriller of setting up of, like, oh, this girl's trying to sleep and... There's a critter waking, a hatching and crawling across the floor. And then the dad stands on it yeah. and goes, oh, sorry about your Easter egg. There's like green goo on the floor. <laughs> well, and he just went, well, sorry about your Easter egg. I'd be like, the hell is this? It's dark and maybe he thought it was filled with fondant. Maybe it's like an old cream egg. Yeah, like a Horrifying. cream egg. <laughs> I mean, it, it is the 80s. We had all weird colours for foods then. Yeah, I was going to say at that point, wasn't it like E numbers are best numbers? I yeah, you're just like, here's, here's your purple ketchup with your green chips. That's fine. Oh. I've never seen green goo that is edible. Normally that is... What about those those Halloween cream eggs? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate... I don't like cream eggs, so I don't eat them. Or the ill-advised so... McDonald's Shrek shake, where it was an ogre load of taste. Oh. Just what? With one of the smirkiest <laughs> pictures of Shrek. It's just like, oh, you did something to this. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> this has got more than, than Did that normal. happen in the UK? I was I think that was the age I when I wasn't really allowed to have don't McDonald's. Think we, I, don't, we don't I think it was probably the States. Yeah. yeah. We don't get like full blown marketing in like McDonald's and stuff. We get like oh, you get a toy and like there's a printed picture on your cup. We don't get like the full experience because no one in England would stand for that. No. <laughs> like no, it's not worth it. <laughs> uh speaking of restaurants, the critters open a subway. <laughs> because they take over the restaurant chain. They do. Oh, they I love that. Everything. That was my favourite scene, was all yeah. of the critters all chowing down on, like, not just on the meat, but on the, like, like the salad. Throwing and there's just, stuff like, lettuce flung everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, my God, the little critter that falls in the deep fat fryer. It's <laughs> horrifying. Gets, oh, it was so cute, but it was like, no, get out of there. <laughs> I was kind of, I guess, I because I, I was immediately team critter, because it cute. sounded from the start of this film, when they, the way they were talking about being sent, like they they had to go and now that you've mentioned Al about how they were from prison originally, um, I didn't know that. So I was like, why are they trying to genocide these critters? Like that's oh, really evil. yeah, like they were billed okay. as hyper intelligent omni carnivores. It's like you can't. Well, let that them... makes sense. So maybe we should let not let them. But then it was like, well, why are they trying to get? All they want to do is eat. Yeah, but they'll eat everything. Yeah. Yep. They need to be stopped. Even anyway, people. I thought they were quite cute. I mean, that general sort of porcupine echidna vibe. I like the way they were able to shoot 
porcupine like shoot, shoot out their spikes. Yeah, but when when they needed to, it looked like someone just firing a nail gun. Yep. And it fired at the because uh, the girl's dad is hiding in his office, and he's like put all of his stuff against this wall because there's a creature trying to break through, but behind him is just a big glass window and a big glass door, and I'm yeah. like. Why didn't the critter just go round? But as they're escaping, he gets shot by one of the critters, like, right in the neck. I thought yeah. it was, yeah, it, was, it reminded me very much of Bullseye from the Daredevil movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does also come up in the first one. I I don't know why I didn't suggest to watch the first one instead, but... No, this is are. funny. <laughs> this is the <laughs> first time we've had someone recommend that we go straight in with the sequel. We should watch the first one at no, Halloween. We we'll watch the first one at some point. Yeah, is it set? At, is is the first one set in a specific holiday? Uh, not that I know of, because oh, I think yeah. it's just a generic two-year time gap between. Yeah, oh, yeah it's an if, Easter I mean, movie as well. Then, if it's a massive uh, Gremlins ripoff, we can do it at Christmas. Hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> that sets up the basically tying the plot together for the first one. Is that uh, the kid uh, Brad's dad gets shot with one of those quills? She's like, well, we're surrounded by quit- uh, critters. You need to sneak out and get into town and get some help. Oh, and that's okay. when he yeah. runs into the bounty hunters who were just like, we don't understand Earth. Here is a church. Bang, bang. The, the bounty hunters, when they're like reintroduced to the main guy in the set, in this one, it's so bizarre because the his house, so his grandma is the healthy eating nut, uh, is being attacked by critters. Uh, he runs back and he's like, oh, it's a whole thing. of like, oh, I... the critters are attacking in the best line in the film, which is uh, no shit. Yeah, no shit, Bradley. <laughs> no shit, Bradley. <laughs> no shit, Bradley. Best line in the film. Especially because she's like this church going granny. Yeah, she's like nut. this really nice health nut. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I would give best line to another honorable mention. Just the best one liner you could have is just uh, the old sheriff from the first movie coming back. It's just, I'm back. Oh yeah! Hmm. After like, he that, shoots the shit out of a bunch of critters, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like that is your action hero line. Just I'm back. Yeah, great, cool. We'll, we'll run <laughs> yeah. it. Whatever. Sad. None of us recognized. Like none of us three recognized him. So it completely lost all of its power. Yeah, no, it's like, say, oh, it took cool. me a little while to work out who he was and why he, it was important. They spoke to him. Yeah, it makes more sense now that I'm, that's a cool line. Now that I know. Uh, but yeah, they're looking for a remote control uh, contactor contact the the aliens and then they just turn up they just knock on the door well they were already there they were already, they were already. already been no, sent by no i because... know but it's just great timing yeah <laughs> with it... an because they open the door with an explosion right yeah it's such like <laughs> film 80s film timing of like well they just happened to be there so i knew that they the critters were well i pretty much assumed that they were aliens but i was not expecting when we first sat down to watch this yeah it's just it starts in space and i was like yeah. is this film set in space like, is this like a red dwarf kind of thing? I, th- I, I assume the critters were going to be on Earth, but and then it, yeah, obviously we thought it goes to Earth. I thought it was like one of those very, very, very eighties action movie standard, which is first one is very like normal set on Earth. Second movie is in space, which is like standard action, mo- like cheap action movie uh, fare. So I was like, cool, this is Critters the space movie. Then it wasn't, and I was a no. little bit disappointed. <laughs> so I'd have loved to have seen like. Jason X, but it's critters in space. I kind of yeah. I thought that like there was going to be more aliens because there's so many aliens in the fridge in their ship. Yeah, Yeah, all the all all of their bounties. But I think that was just more like promotional um, material for the Kyoto brothers who like make all of the critters. Yeah, 
Yeah. Hmm. No, like, hey, look, we don't just do furballs, we also do <laughs> tentacly things and lots of other cool things. things. Yeah. Now back to the furballs. <laughs> it's also following like the horror movie progression, not the action movie one. So mm. movie That's number true. four is when they go to space. Number five is, is when they go back to the hood. Oh. Of course. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Let's not never watch that one. That one I feel like it's aged like I don't have to watch that one to know that it's aged poorly. That's what I'm going to say. Is it as good as Leprechaun in the Hood? I'm not sure. I haven't seen it. It was mostly a Leprechaun joke. So, in the movie, they then plan to... Yeah, there's there's a hamburger factory, and they plan to lure them there and blow them all up. Before that, we have, like, the weirdest massacre on film I've ever seen, which is the burger joint massacre when the two... Oh, when, two yeah, when, when the bounty hunters are shooting them all. Horrifying. Like, that's legitimately horrifying. And, like, the erecting of their weapons was really yep. sexual. In a, yeah, just in a very unnecessarily phallic way. That, the whole, that whole sequence was just awful. It was just horrifying. I hated it. Because the, the <laughs> oh, I thought scream, it was hilarious. The screaming is so, like, genuinely hot, like... <laughs> Sounds like people are being killed. It's awful. And then the one in the fucking deep fryer is frying. It's awful. Yeah, oh, they I shoot the fantastic. hair off of one. Yeah. <laughs> the, to be fair, that was good because he looks in the he looks in the mirror. He says the he says like a really eighties line, and I can never remember what it is. It was like looking good or nice or something. I, I think yeah. it was bitching. 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 <laughs> that was it. Remember, goes bitching. <laughs> he knows that one knows what film he's in. The rest of them are actually dying. He's having a good time. Yeah, I feel like um, from watching some behind the scenes stuff that the critters get more lines in Critters One. I think they also used that opportunity more than they had in the first one because there's definitely a lot more speech that you can understand from my memory. Like you can just hear them going. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, like the sounds they make, but they they didn't have them subtitled as much. Oh yeah, they had the subtitle line, but there's one scene where uh, I think a critter is trying to break through a door, and you can just hear fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, sneaking in those extra swears because oh, yeah. you know PG for P- PG. Aiming for PG. So aiming for PG. It was it was PG actually rating. the nan. It was the nan that stopped the PG rating. <laughs> that wasn't scripted. <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't stop her from saying it. That's such a good idea. It uh, wasn't the gore. Wasn't the tits. It was just a nan swearing. Yeah, oh, can't have yeah. Nan swearing. What <laughs> no, if it nan. catches on? Yeah, <laughs> all these old ladies nans across swearing. the country. Yeah, then, like, I, the only other thing in this film that, like, really kind of... I think it was funny. I think it was so funny. And it, I feel like it was unintentionally funny, and it's just kind of like one of those blips in writing, was when they're at the church, the critters attack, and they're, like, he screams to go back into the church, because the little girl's, like, outside... Oh, and she's on her tricycle. Yeah. yeah, she's just and going to screams, on her tricycle. Like, go back in, and everyone goes back in, and then it cuts to the girl on the tricycle running away from the church. Cycling the away. Critters. Yeah, cycling <laughs> or away. Or tricycling With away. critters chasing her. And it's just like, in the shot before, you see her go into the building. Mm. And I loved that so... Like, I was Something got so cut much. and muddled, yeah. and then they were like, oh, fuck it, who's paying attention at this point? No. It was Yeah, it felt like so half-assed, but in the best way. And it was so funny, just watching her go... Also, go, the pace at which she's cycling... The pace of this film is so slow for how like thriller it's supposed to be. But yeah, she's she's sort of it's like she's she's it's part of the Easter hunt. She's just cycling away like. 
<laughs> I, I'm amazed the critters have enough uh, wherewithal to think that they need to match the girl's pace rather than beat them because they were <laughs> yeah. shown keeping up with a truck. Yeah, yeah. they go at Eddie's people. Yeah, it's not, it's not consistent. Depends on how fast they pull the string or how fast they roll them off camera. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of it, surely a lot of it is like they, um, it's reversed, reversed footage. You can fully see the string quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, you can see yeah. the strings in a lot. Or I, I'm imagining just a bunch of people standing off camera holding them and they're like, I don't normally actually seek out behind the scenes stuff, but I just I needed to see the wide shots of them in action. I just <laughs> I wanted to again. see the crew yeeting these tough balls off yeah. the um off the side to get them to roll down the hill. And um I Great saw one of the yeah, with the puppet action and oh it was a brilliant shot because it's the um it's with, they've not put the sound on, so it's it's just when they're capturing the, the video and they've got yeah, this guy with his hand up a critter's, you know, as a puppet, but he's also controlling the eye. So he's just got these, like, it's when he's being electrocuted on, like, some wire. And they're like, the, guy, the director's just going, like, eyes open, eyes shut, eyes open. And he's like, he's just like, this is slow, like, sort of, they're like, you know, obviously not face acting, but just being like, really casually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> great. And then they're like, cut, we've got it, great. And everyone's like, yay. But there's a That's very great. surreal, I think it's part of the marketing. Um, but it's on YouTube, is this, like, behind-the-scenes for Critters 2 um, that's sort of done... I don't know if it was, like, as a video extra um, clip or something that you'd have at the end. I don't know if that sort of started with DVDs. But anyway, or if it was promotional. But it's, like, a fake news reporter going around. But he keeps on, like, the the, the story of the behind-the-scenes clips that he's doing is that he's fed up with his crew. keeps sort of dissing them and saying that they're shit. And that he snuck off to try and get some better shot, like be- better look on the inside, and like better, um, like speaks to the Kyoto brothers, talks about like the critters, and you know does some sort of normal journalist stuff. And then at the end, he's like, "Well, you can't see it, but you know, um, I'm perfectly safe." And then he gets attacked and killed by a critter at the end. Who then does a little interview. That's so weird. <laughs> <And it was laughs> like, they put a lot of effort into this like behind the scenes yeah. thing but it was weird that they decided that it had to be so story driven instead that, of just that... like telling you how they did it and like the puppet work and stuff that was probably like two people who were really bored on set there was probably like <laughs> a group of people that were told you need to do the behind the scenes video and they were like all right we'll do it he's kind of because... got you know all gas no brakes he's kind of got the suit and the yeah the little microphone with the channel five kind of yeah, yeah. little hat he... on it that, that was fully done by a group of people who were told to make the behind the scenes and they just went, okay, let's do it. Like Can a, we also do it as a project for film school? No, they didn't ask <laughs> to do it. as like a, They definitely didn't ask anyone else if they could do it like a, a news show. They just did it and everyone was like, yeah, sure. We don't have anything else. They, they held on to it just long enough that they couldn't say no. It's just like, yeah, yeah. it's got to get out the door, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just don't tell it. They don't show it until it's like the day before it's got to go out. Yeah, it's like oh, I get. Well, once once all the filming's done, you can't shoot more behind the scenes. So you don't even have to wait for it to be nearly done. You just have to wait for the shooting to be finished. To be like, we did it like a news show. <laughs> yeah, but I do, do reckon it, it is quite funny watching. Um, yeah, it doesn't tell I you a great deal, but it, um, yeah, there, there are some interviews um, yeah. on it, and uh, it is very funny at the end where he because obviously it's not proper critters. Yeah. So it is just very clearly someone with a puppet whacking him in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds pretty fun. I might check this. I might yeah. try and find this after I'll, the. Uh, um, after yeah, the I'll, I'll give it to you, Dan. You can put it in the in the show notes for anyone yeah. who doesn't want to watch yeah. Critters Two but wants to see how it was made. 
Yeah. Uh, it's got exactly the same vibe as the film. But if you don't That's watch true. the movie, you don't get that, that awesome repeated theme song for the restaurant, for oh, the yeah. hungry heifer. The, mu- the music in this film is, like, I swear, <laughs> I swear all of the films like this share the same music. Yeah, it's the same sort of late 80s horror action movie music. I know what you mean. <laughs> I bet like it's identical. Music. Yeah. Do, do you know the like the score and all the like the setups and the spikes and stuff? I think that that it, there's like a folder somewhere that's just like here's all of the music from Gremlins. Use it in any film because that's what it felt like. None of this music felt like it was made for this film. You're right. Yeah, the, it didn't always match perfectly, but it felt close enough. Yeah, they would say use everything, which again makes sense because probably couldn't afford a music person a, a composer to come in and write music for it i mean realistically close enough is about what you'd want from this film this whole film is close enough everything <laughs> about it is close enough the critters I mean, you've only got four enough. million dollars so yeah you only make three that's oh. still insane to me that it only it made less it's so rare for films to make less than they're they than they're than they're made for like that's like so, it's so rare because for like a film to not make a profit, it needs to make less than double. But normally, it makes more than its budget. <laughs> That's insane. You'd want to at least break even, but yeah. Yeah, like I guess franchises back then were just a lot harder to kill. I mean, to now... be fair, it was up against some very stiff competition on release weekend. Yeah, it went up against? against Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, that old. I think I've seen that. Yeah, it's really good. It's the like third in the trilogy of the Fellowship of the Tomatoes and the Two Tomatoes. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because I guess. now if a film doesn't make its money back, it doesn't make more than double its budget, triple its budget, it's considered an utter failure and will kill a franchise before it starts. Uh, yeah. Back then, no. Like, oh, I lost a million. I guess we'll make another one. Hope that one makes it back. I guess we'll uh, get Leonardo DiCaprio and we'll aim for a PG with the third one. <laughs> we'll aim for no, let's aim for you. Let's aim for a Universal <laughs> for the next one. Well, yeah, that's why they're going to get Ardman in to make it all out of uh, clay. <laughs> so, what what's an M rating in Australia? Is that like mature? Uh yeah, it is a fifteen. Oh, 15. Uh, it's oh, okay, a, yeah. a recommended fifteen. Because we have also the MA15+, plus, which is a restricted oh. to 15. Okay, yeah, I was just wondering, because it's a, it was an M when it came out in yeah. um, Australia. So it's G so for really, ge- general audiences, really everyone. Not, not suitable for six-year-olds. The... <laughs> <laughs> Were you, like, a boisterous child? Was it like, oh, God, we might we said that they can have it, they we can't, we can't no. go back now, or did they just not care? I, I think I am much more emotional and outgoing now than I ever was as a kid. Like, this will keep, that's really this saying will keep, something. This will keep them quieter for longer. Uh, yeah. If we just let them watch this horror movie, we'll be fine. It's like, oh, they're, they're probably going to be fine. They haven't shown any outbursts yet. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll be fine. You get the hour and a half while they're watching the movie, and then you get the few hours of stunned silence. Yeah. <laughs> How, oh, my God. And, did that you one? watch it a lot? I watched it once and it sort of sunk into my memory for the next 30 odd years. Okay. I was very much one of those kids that would watch the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, just as well. They they didn't let me have forget. Not I don't think I'd have watched this again. I think I'd have probably just cried and been like there's no yeah, princesses. Fair. This can fuck off. 
I, I've never been that kind of person. Do you know, if someone gave me a little stuffed critter toy, I might have been more into the film. Quite, quite easily swayed at that age. Yeah, no, I've never been able to like rewatch or re-read something without it being gone from my memory. Like, I, I know how it ends. I can't enjoy it. Oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, I could have rewatched it in like a gap of five to ten years. So, had you not seen this since you were six then, or? Uh, I did watch it again for Halloween a couple of years ago because okay. I specifically asked. Uh, like my movie buff friends like give me a list of all the cheesiest crappiest shittiest horror movies yeah <laughs> we've, we've right. done that we, we've, we've had halloweens like that before it, yeah. Uh, yeah it's great it's a good time it is it's kind of testament to the design as well that you can make at least an interesting movie for under 12 billion dollars or whatever movies are going for yeah. these days yeah. yeah and it is it's clear where the budget went and it went on the gram uh, not the gremlins whoops um it went it on the critters didn't go, definitely didn't go on the gremlins it probably did in the lawsuits <laughs> yeah well that. um but the the rest of the costumes are so funny. Like the obviously everyone in just in eighties garb is fine because yeah whatever. But the the bounty hunter suits absolutely killed me, especially the the human guy that's a bounty hunter, Charlie, and he just has what looks like some plastic packaging and a um, straw, like yep. a blue straw on a jumpsuit. It's like what's that even for? He, he doesn't yeah. need like extra okay. blood to live or something. It's just to keep him hydrated. It's just a camel pack. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the the black plastic on his back just killed me because it they hadn't like dressed it up. They hadn't even like painted it. Yeah, I get the feeling that those those that was just uh, we have a quote unquote uh, costume department, which is three people make these suits. Yeah, <laughs> everyone else could wear what they wore to the to come in. Everyone they have to have something made. Then right at the end of the movie, like after you get the big blowing up of all the critters in the in the. <laughs> in the factory and they do their death roll and whatnot. Charlie gets the promotion to sheriff because the position mysteriously got eaten. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Uh, I, it's it's because he, like... Well, because, yeah, there was the really nice explosion of the... Like, I did like that real explosion where they blew up the uh, hamburger place. But then as they roll away, yeah, Charlie sacrifices himself with a suicide bombing in the spaceship into it's the... so sudden. That, uh, that ending, that second ending is so... Uh, quick and sudden it's so funny it has the same energy as the girl riding away on the tricycle yeah where it just kind of cuts and this thing is happening <laughs> but then in the morning charlie comes back yeah and like you say I'll so yeah he managed to parachute to yeah he got parachuted out yeah well he managed to he managed to parachute himself out which i i'm glad i'm glad they didn't kill him yeah because yeah. it was really weird the route they were going down of um the faceless uh bounty hunter was gonna take over charlie and everyone was like yeah, I guess this is Charlie now. It's fine. Well, I thought it was like they finally found a body they were comfortable with, which Maybe. I thought was quite cute. It's a shame yeah. that it was a dead person, but yeah. then it turned out to be a not dead person. But that might be worse because, like, you'd be—I'd be pretty upset if someone was like, "I'm going to be you." Yeah, it's like honoring their memory, I guess. But yeah, it's like he gets the promotion to sheriff. It's like I knew being a cop in the U.S. was pretty easy, but that's a bit ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he's the next drunk. That's all the qualifications you need. Yeah. I mean, there's probably worse cops out there. (laughs) Well, they needed to set up for a third film because clearly this film was going to make a load of money. Hmm. Obviously. So my favourite prop for this whole film, we sort of touched on it, was the death roll. The um, the critters get... They they, they explode the hamburger factory and then it turns out what happened is they all sort of compacted in on each other and make this sort of meatball of critters 
Yeah, the big ball. Which interchanges between a very lumpy, furry, full of critters ball and then essentially a giant patchwork quilt with no texture on it. Got a roll. Someone's got uh, to be they pushing use for it. The, the longer shots and uh, the yeah the, the scenes with the car in absolutely kill me because they'd look nothing like each other. And uh, oh, it was very funny. Uh, going straight for the church to eat all the kids. Oh, that's that's where all the deliciousness is anyway. They still got the chocolate yeah. on the grounds or carob, I guess. So L out of ten, giant carnivorous tumbleweeds, tumbleweeds. furry ball, furry tumbleweeds. What would you give this film? It is tricky because technically I have rated it on my previous watch, but in re-watching it, I think I might have been too generous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good to know it goes down. Yeah, so I I think I will give this five hungry heifers out of five. Five is quite high. Five out of five. Ten. Five, oh, five okay. out of ten. Cool. <laughs> Slightly more reasonable. Five is quite high. I like that's. That's very. What was it before? Is five is your? Uh, it wasn't eight. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I I enjoyed this film though. Like I can see where an eight would come from. Like if, especially if you're reviewing it literally the second after you watched it, because it it has like some really feel good vibes and it, it. I was actually quite gripped and I found myself surprised that I actually wanted to know what happened next. Um, while this film like the the end of the plot was sort of playing out. Like yeah, like Dan, I did get pretty gripped once they revealed that the um. What I thought was going to be the big final boss was, in fact, uh, the alien disguised as a critter instead. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It, was, it was at that point that I was like, oh, oh this is actually, they're, they're using <laughs> their power to do something with, the, with yeah. the critters. Like, you know, this is actually, and, and yeah, from that point, I was really enticed. <laughs> so for the last five minutes of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so for that reason, I'd, I'd give it four carob Easter bunnies out of four, out of, <laughs> out of ten. Like, I... I had nothing, like, no nostalgia or anything for it, and no nostalgia really for, like, the time period it was set in, but I did, I liked the set, I liked the um, the costumes, and I did actually quite like Bradley. He, yeah, you know, he, he tries to be a good guy. Um, he's quite brave at the end, volunteering, after he, you know, knows how bad things are. And um, it was pleasant enough to watch. Like, the gore was so bad that it wasn't, like, it wasn't gross, because the blood was such a vivid pink. And then when they explode the factory as well, it's like, oh yeah, that, that's that's not blood, that's ketchup. Yeah, I yeah, I I had a really good time watching this actually. Um, like yeah, it was sort of, to start with, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this that much, but yeah, as it was going along, I I really liked the critters in general, just like cute little furry balls of death. They were great. Um, so yeah, I honestly I think because I, I reviewed this straight after watching it, I would also give this a five out of ten. Um, five subway chains ran by critters. They're messy. Uh, they are very messy, uh, but so are subways when you eat them. So this episode is not sponsored by Subway. Not, no. <laughs> uh, bleep all of those. They don't need. <laughs> they can pay for it. Uh, I think yeah. No, I did not like this film. Um, three, two and a half to three out out of ten. To pick. Uh, two and a half. Uh, two, two and a half swearing nans yeah. out of ten. She stole um, the show a little bit, didn't she? She did steal the show. That I think that's like the thing. I just found this really boring and really difficult to watch uh, with like funny bits, but they felt unintentional. Like the, the tricycle <laughs> like the scene. Tricycle. Yeah, just that, that floored me, but it clearly wasn't deliberate. I don't know. I thought it was. I feel like maybe it, when it was shot, it wasn't deliberate. But the the choice to keep it in. I don't know. I just. I just. This film is. It feels like it drags on, 
from like a technical standpoint, I feel I like everything. If it's because you've watched quite a lot of good and bad horror that you <laughs> are in a ruined better position. Horror. Yeah, you're kind of I've in a better position to judge fully. and critique it. Whereas I'm like, it made me laugh, so I was slightly more impressed. I don't know. No, I just think it's just too slow. I think that's the problem with the era. And it's only an hour and twenty-five, isn't it? Yeah, but it feels like so much slower, and stuff happens quite randomly. Uh, I don't know. I think it lost a lot of the charm the more it went on. But it is a very charming film. It has that like really cheap, holly, really cheap B movie film that I quite like. But the actual like everything else about it, it lost its charm for me, and I don't really know why. Oh, maybe you need to watch Critters One, and maybe, Three, and the prequel. Critters Three and, and Four and Five. five. Oh yeah, and in Five they go to space. They do no, go to in space. Four they go oh, to space, and <laughs> Five they go to the hood. I'm not going to watch the fifth one. <laughs> and the 2019 Netflix TV series, apparently. Fuck yes, of course it was made in 2019. <laughs> of course it was made in 2019. That that I love. That's brilliant. No, this that's put it up to a three. The fact that they, they're still making it and Netflix are involved, no, that gets a three. Well, I guess with that, I have been Dan. I have been Michael. I've been Helena. And I have been Elle. Awesome. Uh, thanks for joining us, Elle. Where can people find you? Uh, mostly online. Uh, if you look for me, I am very hard to find, even though my name is easy to spell. It is the letter L. Uh, I do a podcast called Check This Out, where it is just people recommending things they like and telling people why they should like it. Nice. I'll I'll, uh, I'll put a link tree for you in the description as well, so people can find all your stuff. Uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Uh, we're on Discord as well. If you want to hop in there and chat to us, recommend some movies. Let us know what you thought of Critters Two. But not Critters 1, we don't want spoilers. Hey, this is Dan just at the end of the episode to say, since recording this, we have actually set up a Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, please sign up to the to the Patreon. Uh, I'd like to thank our, our, our Patreons so far. We have Elle, who you have just heard on this episode. We have Jordan, Helena, and Reese. So thank you very much for your support, and there'll be links in the show notes. Thank you. <laughs>